Welcome to another episode of The Extra Point. It is Super Bowl edition. We are here for the Super Bowl, not in Miami, but in the studio. It's me and Bobby with Matt. Matt, what's going on, my friend? Yo, the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl. What up? (laughs) We found that out a long time ago, but I'm so hyped about it. (laughs) Bobby, what's going on, man? Life is good, man. Um, Kind of bittersweet. You know, this is um, is it, you know, for the uh, regular season. This is. yeah, our last show. I mean, we'll do a follow-up show for the Super Bowl, I'm sure. Yes. And then after that, we'll start working on the draft. But um, season comes and goes. And um, can't wait for this matchup. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, before we go into football, kind of want to touch base a little bit on uh, what happened Sunday um, we with the passing of uh, Kobe and Gigi Bryant uh, and the uh, helicopter crash in California. Pretty uh, pretty crazy thing. I don't think a lot of us – I think a lot of us are still shocked on it today being uh, – what's today? Tuesday. It's still kind of hitting hard right now, and I don't know about you guys, but I've never really had a sports athlete or uh, somebody that I guess I don't know that's kind of impacted me like this one did. I mean, I don't know. Bobby, what's your thoughts? I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, you said it right, Wes. Um, long story short, I was sitting in my house painting, and then um, my nephew gives me a phone call. He's like, hey, did you hear Kobe Bryant die? This was at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock or whatnot on mm-hmm. Sunday. I'm like, whoa, like – no, he's like, no, TMZ said, you know, it's breaking. So, obviously, the first thing I did was put the paintbrushes down, and I went online to make mm-hmm. sure it was legit. And then, yeah, you know, when TMZ says something, then usually, you know, they're not one of those knockoff, you know. Um, it's usually come, right. Right, then it's right. Yeah, so, I saw um, the same thing. Same. And it, it just it just hit me. I mean, kind of like what Wes said, though. It's like, I mean, I'll be honest with you, long story short, you know, I grew up, you know, in the Kobe Bryant era. I mean, I grew up with Michael Jordan fan, Allen Iverson, this and that. And I wasn't even a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. You know why? Because he was an L.A. guy. And, you know, I'm an East Coast guy and I loved Iverson being, you know, mm-hmm. from this area. But, I mean, the respect that I have for that guy, the killer mentality, the Mamba, you know, like, I mean, he's just the face of, you know, I mean, to me, he's just as high as like Michael Jordan and, you know, Tiger Woods and all these guys. And hearing that, it was numb. I, I was honestly numb. Yep, I was numb. And then obviously when you heard about um, it's almost like one of those situations where it's like a family member dies. Obviously, you can't compare that to that situation. It's like I didn't know the guy. No, but you feel like you know the guy because you respect him so much. Yes. And um, what he has done, you know, as a player, obviously, and how he is as a father, you know, and with his kids and his wife and all that. It was um, it was a, it was a rough day. I'll be honest with you. It kind of ruined my day. It. It did. It hit me really hard. It, it really did. And it, I feel the same way. It kind of, I don't want to kind of treat it lightly, but it put a very big damper on my entire day. Like I couldn't concentrate or focus on anything at all. It was like, that just shit. And then, and I, it made me like consistently turn on the TV and like, I, I had to see exactly what was going on. Cause I, I was like, maybe, first, you know? maybe this is a mix up. Maybe something's not right here. Maybe somebody screwed up, you know? And no, nobody screwed up, Matt, uh, your initial thoughts when it all went down. Yeah, no, same thing. I mean, I, I, I think I was actually talking uh, in our one of our group chats, and uh, you know, I saw it pop up. I saw the TMZ icon just kind of pop up, and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, that, that's weird. And I, I just clicked on it, and it, you know, read the, the. I was like, there's just no way. Yeah. There's no way that this is real. This is this has got to be bullshit. Exactly. Yeah, and, that, that's uh, exactly. Just like everybody else. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but uh, no, I mean. Kobe Bryant again, just just quickly. I mean, again, huge influence on on myself. Uh, 2005, 2006 season was really actually the year I really actually started following the NBA. And um, you know, I'm a I'm a Wizards fan, but uh, I, I saw Kobe Bryant come to DC, 
his last year. Watch him drop. I think it was 37 on us. Uh, the whole crowd. I mean, man, was I was at that game, bro. Ins- Oh, yeah, when wow, I was living down there, insane. yes, yes, yes. That's I know exactly I what you're talking about. I was in the nosebleeds. I paid. Yeah, I was in the nosebleeds too, bro. Yes. Um, but, I mean, I've never seen the Verizon Center that packed like that uh, other than the Caps playoff game. But uh, it, everybody was just going for Kobe. Even everybody in a Wizards jersey. Who, he has no relevance to the Washington Wizards whatsoever. But everybody, every time I got the ball, Everybody started chanting Kobe. Uh, I, I probably caught myself doing it once or twice during the game. Yeah, man. Um, so, not nah, huge influence. One of the greatest players of all time. Yeah, I mean, there's just not much, much else to say other than, that, you know, it was definitely a very sad day and very surreal. Yeah, and I mean, just, uh, you know, while we're on this topic right now, I'll never forget, you know, and everybody talks about it, but there's not one player in sports that I've ever seen actually blow their Achilles and come back out Yes. And shoot free throws. Yes. And then walk himself to the locker room like that. Everybody's talking about it, but you don't understand. When you see players nowadays in football, when you blow your Achilles, you're getting carted off the field, this and that. People are crying. So, guys are crying and, and, and this, have, you know, towels over their face and everything else. And that man went out there stone cold. I'm finishing the, I'm finishing this, this, this foul shot, these foul shots right here on my foul. And then I'm gonna, yeah. I mean, that's that killer mentality. That's why he's called the Mamba right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a lot of people don't realize. I mean, well, people do realize that. I mean, this guy is, I mean, I mean, this, like, if this were to happen, this incident to, like, a Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, you know, I mean, we're talking about a guy that has, he's a statue just like those guys. I mean, literally. And it's a, it's it's a tragedy. Of, it's a national tragedy. Yes. It's one of those deaths where, you know, you, you, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'll remember where, where I was at. I was yes. driving. Yeah, um, me too. I was sitting yeah, right in so this very room. So that's just definitely one of those. Definitely praying for uh, Vanessa and uh, all the families involved too. Yes. You know, I know we talk about how you know Kobe and uh, Gigi died and all that, but you know, there obviously the other families, seven other there people on, yep, too, on that. So. But um, just a horrible tragedy, and um, couldn't imagine being, especially being a parent. Yeah, and, uh, that's got to hit you not. differently. No, really, no, it's got to yeah, hit you differently. It is, man. It's, it makes me want to go and just hug my daughter and say I love you every day because um, I just, and I don't like to think like this, but like. Just could you imagine what they were going through no. in that situation, you know, when it was going down or whatnot? No. Like, um, yeah, it's, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it here on a couple more things. I'm, I'm going to touch up on a couple more, and then we'll move on. Uh, one, uh, there's a big petition out to try and get Kobe to be the new logo to replace Jerry West, and I think that would be the, probably one of the more fitting I've heard in a long time, being that Jerry West had his hand deep in, in him being a Los Angeles Laker. Uh, and and almost a passing of the baton as far as greatness is concerned, in my opinion, I think it would be perfect uh, for that to you know for Kobe to be the new logo. And uh, two of all the stories I heard, the the probably the most heartbreaking story I heard besides I mean Shaq Shaq's hit pretty hard, but uh, his son actually Sharif. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he got a text. A couple hours before, or like not, the last minutes, text. Minutes. Yeah. I mean, it could have probably last, yeah, might minutes. have been the last text Kobe hey, sent. Yeah, hey man, how you you know you doing good? And then he replied, you know, probably because he woke up a little bit late, but he's like, hey, man, yeah, you know, how you been? And, I mean, he'll never see that text. Or Ice Cube, too. So Ice Cube, he tried, he, he, when he found out. When he out, heard the news, he, he started said, texting them. Because they always, te- obviously, they're all boys. You yeah. Know? I mean, people don't realize Kobe built LA, man, in, in, in the sports world. I mean, you know, the Staples Center is the house that Kobe built, is what they say. So, yeah, I mean, there's just so many sad. Seeing LeBron come off yeah. the airlines, you know. Um, yep. 
you know, after and it, just the night before, didn't he pass Kobe? Yeah, that's for third the, and yeah, points. He just then, that's what that makes night. it even more crazy. It's just Everybody so crazy just, how things happen yeah. in life, man. Never know. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna go ahead. Rest and move in peace, on. Kobe, Rest man. Peace, Kobe. Uh, yeah. Everything right. I throw in the trash will always have a Kobe behind it. I did that today at work too, man. You know, I did a little fadeaway. You know, you know how we did the yeah. little book, book oh yeah, and then, uh, yep. fadeaway. Everything Kobe. we do now. I miss though, but. Hey, man. We ain't all Kobe. That's when you say Shaq. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Well, this Sunday, February 2nd, we have the Super Bowl, and we have two very good teams, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers meeting down in Miami, just about 300 miles south of us, Bobby. This looks to be a really good matchup, and we've all done our homework on this one, so I'm really excited to discuss this game. Uh, we'll talk about the game, do our predictions, and uh, we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, Kansas City, San Francisco – uh, first thing, big thing sticking out to you, Bobby. Well, I mean, just to, you know, going to the facts right now. I mean, this is a very interesting game. It's a, it's one of the closest spread games I can see. You know, I remember in recent time right now. I mean, mm-hmm. Kansas City favored by a point right now. Um, this is Casey's first um, appearance in 50 years. Um, 49ers. This is their seventh Super Bowl appearance. Um, they won five between 1981 and 1994, winning all five. Those appearances, mm-hmm. they made it in 2012. You know when they lost to the Ravens, but um, I'll tell you what, this is very. I think this is going to be a very close matchup. I mean, obviously you got one of the best, obviously the best defense in the NFL. I think the Steelers might have had a better, you know, number wise when it came to the front seven, you know, uh, than San Fran did. But we're obviously, you know, so you got the top defense facing the top um, offense in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is playing at a really high level. Um. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting matchup. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can talk about. What we're gonna break down in this show, um, I can't wait for it though. I I'm, mean, it's I'm freaking pumped. I mean, it's uh, it, it it's a good matchup. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, personally, I'm a defensive guy, and um, it's just gonna be very interesting to see if that front seven can hold up against you know that all those weapons that Kansas City has to offer. You know, obviously with Mahomes and company, and um, we'll see. What do you think? Yeah, so um, my big thing looking at this game initially is going to be the uh, the Chiefs' defense is going to be the key to this game. And the reason I say that is because during the season, they struggled in a couple different positions that the 49ers excel in. So one was the rush defense. This season, they allowed 128 yards per game from the rushing game, and that's good for 26th um, and 4.9 yards per, ca- per carry. So that's 28th in the league. So those are really bad numbers. What I will say is Kansas City did step up last week with Derrick Henry, and they've averaged uh, allowing about 89.5 rushing yards in the last two games. So you can see that that has been a focus. Now the problem is, is the receiving yards is also a factor from the from the run game, and that's what hurts uh, the Chiefs as well. The Chiefs rank 32nd with running back catching out of the backfield, and they rank 28th against tight end. So George Kittle, and then that three-headed monster of running backs that the 49ers have, it could be a big problem for Kansas City early on. If they can't get that under control, then we're really looking at uh, uh, Mahomes having to keep them consistently in with every drive that they do. Matt, what's your uh, initial reaction to this game? Yeah, so I'm actually interested in uh, San Fran's D-line. They have a lot of first-round picks on that D-line. Oh, yes. Um, And with, you know, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, um, DeForest Buckner, you know, all these guys are Solomon Thomas. Yep. uh, D Ford, Ford, who was injured. D Ford on there. He's a beast. Not 100% but back, yep. But back, but back, exactly. So um, that's what I'm interested to see if actually Kansas City's O-line can uh, keep up with 
Because Sanford, I mean, they're real. They're, in my opinion, they're they're more of a complete team. I think their defense is better. Um, they're you know more. Their their biggest question is can Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, if it comes down to him winning the game, can he do it? He's never been in that big of a, you know, spot in his entire career. So that's that's probably the biggest thing is can can Jimmy G get it done? Yeah, uh, Jimmy G, 27 pa- pass attempts so far in his playoff career. That's all he's got now. When he does throw for under 200, or I'm sorry, excuse me, when he throws for over 250 yards in a game, San Francisco is seven and zero on the season. When he does that, I agree with you. I think Jimmy G is going to be very interesting. And the offensive line for the Chiefs is another uh, a big factor. Let me ask you this, Matt. If you're, let, let me kind of. Dig into your brain here, Bobby. Feel free to join in as well. Sure. If if I'm the offensive line coach, or if I'm the offensive coordinator, or even Andy Reid, and I'm looking at this offensive line, and I have my this monstrous and like you said, a bunch of first round talent on it, monstrous defensive front four. Am I looking to let these guys through and let Mahomes do his thing? Because doesn't that kind of fall into the game plan? You try get them into that trap to where you get those those DNs, all those linemen, defensive tackles, whatever in the backfield. And get your quarterback out and out and scrambling because that's what he does best anyway. Does, does that kind of fall into their favor? Is this kind of a good matchup for 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 Kansas City as the offense stands? I mean, it it can be. Uh, I mean, we'll see if Richard Sherman and company uh, can can hold their own. I mean, if they hold these, if they can hold Tyreek Hill, you know, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Mahomes to do his thing. And I mean, you know, he's got Kelsey and, and a few other options. But um, again, if they get pressure on him. You know, I, I mean, we all know his knee probably still is not anywhere near 100% after dislocating and coming back mm-hmm. uh, so soon earlier the season. So he's not the same running. I don't I don't think he, he you know, they really want him. It was one good hit, you know, in the lower section. You know, that could be it. So, you know, that, yeah, I mean, yeah no, no, I'm with you, Matt. I mean, <clears throat> personally, when it comes to West on that question right there, I think you got to make uh, Pat Mahomes feel very uncomfortable, you know, because yep. we know he's dangerous outside of the pocket, but we're talking about a different type of defense right now. When Bosa's is playing on the outside, the five or seven, you know, technique, his pad level is so low. He's very fast and aggressive. I mean, his sideline to sideline speed is amazing too. Um, I mean, you definitely got to, you, you got to make him feel uncomfortable. I mean, that's why one of my key matchups in this was the, um, you know, Nick Bosa and uh, D Ford versus uh, Eric Fisher and uh, Mitchell Schwartz. You know, that, that O-line, D-line yes. right there. I mean, that's going to control the game. Obviously, San Fran was second, you know, this season when it came to um, pass rush behind the Steelers. But, I mean, go, I mean, D Ford was missing uh, a lot of time this year, you know. Um, and Kwan Alexander, you know, who's their linebacker, outside linebacker. I mean, those three right there, I mean, they only played – a, a total combined of 105 snaps all year long because, you know, D Ford and Quan Alexander had a lot of significant injuries. Yes. And, um, and believe it or not, when those three played those 105 snaps this year, the opposing quarterbacks posted a 3.0 quarterback rating out of a 100 scale right there. Yes. I mean, then that's, that's the truth. I mean, that's an actual, it's not even a typo. That's the truth. So if those guys can, obviously they're going to be the key to the game. Mm-hmm. And um, if they can make that happen, there's a chance that San Fran can, um, you know, obviously win the Super Bowl. I mean, it all starts up front, obviously. And um, likewise with um, the the front for the um, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, you know, they're going to run Mozart. You know, Mozart's yes. going to be the guy. I mean, yes. we're talking about a guy. And I do want to give a shout out. He is a local guy here. Yes, he is. Number, I saw. I read. Beach. I read. Right yes. Kids traveled the league for a long time, worked his way through free agency and practice squads and whatnot. And what does he do in the NFC Championship game? 
29 rushes, 220 yards, yards four, four touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, yep. something that's never happened. That's high company. So that's an awesome story. But you, you got to figure. I mean, and the, the amazing thing is, like, Jimmy Garoppolo had how many pass attempts in the NFC Championship game? Uh, Eight? Not a lot. Eight, eight, eight or nine pass he attempts. Eight. They, He's got 27 a... the entire expand of the playoffs. Right, right. So, yeah. so if you're going to put up 37 points in the MC championship when your quarterback is having eight pass attempts, <laughs> obviously, you know, Shanahan's dialing something up right, and that yes. offensive line is doing something right. So I definitely think that um, that is definitely on the Chiefs' mind right there, uh, their priority to stop something like that. So – the big the big thing, obviously, for, for Andy Reid and co. on that defensive side is to shut down the run game. Now, they get the run game shut down. What's the best option? For, or I would say the best option for the San Francisco team is going through George Kittle through the air if we're looking at anybody. Uh, I think he's their best weapon by far, and especially with the way the stats look, they'd be better suited to do that and go out of the backfield and just wear this defensive line out. That's going to be their best chance to winning this game is by wearing that defensive line, wearing that defense out. And if they can do that, it'll they'll be golden. They're not going to scare you on the receiver end right no, there. Dante no. Pettis, these young guys and all that. I mean, those aren't the killers. I mean, they've been running, you know, Mozart has been the guy kind of, you know, running, you know, throughout this playoffs. And um, obviously Kittle, I mean, this guy's a tight end, but he's also like a wide receiver too. Right. I mean, you can spread him out wide. You can put him in the slot or you can put him down, you know. So, um a lot of people think they're one-dimensional, but Kyle Shanahan, you know, he has so many different formations that could throw a lot of people off. And, you know, um, with him and uh, with Mozart and what, Coleman? Or, or who's yep. the running back? Yep. Coleman. So, I mean, they kind of got yeah, a recipe was... that's going right now. So, it's just going to be a chess match for sure, obviously. And um, yeah, it'll Coleman, be interesting. Coleman is injured. I'm not sure if he's – I think he – I mean, yeah. I don't know. They never really reported it, but he's questionable. It looked like he broke his collarbone. He looked like he – uh, early, early. That's why, and then Moser got all the carries. That's why Moser went went off was because Coleman was out. Coleman had 22 carries, 105 yards, and two touchdowns. Right, because usually they spread the wealth. You're right. Yep. So, and then I mean, but then they also have Matt Breida, which I don't know. If, I mean, yep. He almost won people fantasy championships, not this year, but the the past year. So, um, you know, they they still have other options. It, it, it this, this this Super Bowl matchup is. Is perfect. Yes, I, I mean, the I way that it, the, the way that San Fran, you know, they kept it going all year. A lot of people said they were phonies, they were fake. Uh, the second half of their schedule, was, you know, was going to get a lot harder, and it mm -hmm. definitely did. But I mean, they, they showed up. They, hey, they showed they showed up in the NFC Championship game against Green Bay. You know, they shut down. Um, I mean, I think well, they went 37-13, By that time, it was already or, over. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, they came to play. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a a heck of a matchup. Yeah, your official injury report via NFL.com is out. And with uh, San Francisco running back Tevin Coleman, he has a dislocated shoulder. He was officially limited in practice uh, today. Last week, Coach Shanahan was optimistic Coleman would be ready for the Super Bowl. After two weeks of rest, the limited practice still puts his availability at question. Um, Quan Alexander, who returned from a torn pectoral in the playoffs, and uh, safety uh, Jakiski... Uh, Tart were also listed as limited, and I'm sure with Alexander, they're just being extremely cautious with him right now. They don't want to overdo it or anything like that. Yeah, but, but you know it's a Super Bowl. I don't mean to interrupt you, Wes, though, but it's a Super Bowl. It's the last game of the year. You know, they're going to play a little chess match when it comes to those injury reports. Yes. But you know those guys are going to play, though, bro. For po sure. Po it's point in case. Point in they're case. Play. Uh, Kansas City side, Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey, both uh, limited in practice um, and, you know, they they they're gonna play obviously I mean there's no way Kelsey doesn't play there's no way uh, 
you don't see anything coming out of Chris Jones. Those are the two people that are definitely going to be coming in and, and playing in this game. Now, when we look at this game, who uh, who do you look at as your impact player? And let's let's go ahead and leave quarterbacks out of it. Outside of the quarterback, who's your impact player? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can start with this, and yeah. I'm not, it's not going to be a player. I'll be honest with you, one of the key matchups in this, as I had number two, is Kyle Shanahan versus Steve Magnola right there. You talk about the play caller, you know, um, and Shanahan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Spagnola, you know, the um, defensive coordinator. Um, obviously, the focus is going to be, um, you know, can Jimmy Garoppolo versus Chief secondary right there because, obviously, Chiefs are going to be going into this game right now knowing that they're going to have to shut down the run, you know, with Mozart and um, – the uh, you know the front seven you know for Kansas or Kansas City is obviously going to be focused on trying to shut him down, but is Jim is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be able to make a big play? You know the um, to me it comes down to coaching and Kyle Shanahan. You know who's a I mean he's doing some amazing play device. You know designing a lot of plays. Um, you know I mean when, like I said when you put up 37 points while passing the ball for eight times, I mean obviously you're doing something right. So. I think it's going to come down to coaching right there, you know, between um, Shanahan and uh, and uh, Spagnola right there. Uh, just that's a chess a good, match yeah, in that, that's, you know, that's right there in that game. That's one of the focus, focal points, but yeah. And see, Spagnola went up against a, a pretty touted offense when he was in the Super Bowl last as well, and that was against Tom Brady and the Patriots. And they had – that was, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Randy Moss era – um, undefeated Patriots, and they were able to get the job done. So, you know, maybe he goes back to the well here and sees what he's got going on. Because, I mean, it's a little bit different of an offense, of course, but still something to look at nonetheless. Matt, who's your biggest impact player in this game? Uh, yes, yeah, so, well, since Bobby uh, brought up the coaching, I- I'd like to throw in, I, I mean, Andy Reid just versus Kyle Shanahan. I, I want this Super yes. Bowl to be an offensive uh, juggernaut. That- that's honestly what I want to see. I lo- We had our defensive Super Bowl last year. I want a Super Bowl where they're both in the 30s at least. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to yeah. see an offensive battle. Andy Reid's mind against Kyle Shanahan's mind. Who can call up better plays at the end of the game and and win it all? Um, that that's on the coaching side. That's what I like on the on the player side. Um, impact player, man, tough, 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 tough. Um, to pick one player, that's hard, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with. George Kittle, though, I think he's going to have to have uh, at least 60 – I mean, he doesn't have to go completely off, but he's going to have to be catching some some crucial third-down passes um, to keep the offense moving down the field. So, you know, maybe five receptions, 60 yards. I mean, nothing nothing crazy. Maybe throwing a touchdown there. But like I said, uh, multiple key third-down conversions, that's where he comes in clutch. And then every once in a while, he'll make that big play. But, uh, yeah, I'd have to go George Kittle. Yeah, actually, I was going George Kittle as well. Four receptions for 39 yards in the previous game, so not a whole lot of action from him. He's going to have to step up and be a big playmaker, especially with the focal point being to stop this San Francisco run game. He's got to explode. He's got to get out there early and give them a reason not to just stack the line with defenders. And until they do that, then they're going to be in deep trouble. So... Yes, I mean, I, I know I didn't put out an individual player. Yeah. I kind of did a little yeah. matchup between the coaches and whatnot. But, no, <clears> I like me. that. I thought that was I, I yeah, like that. I did too. Absolutely. But um, I'll tell you, my impact player in this game, any way the 49ers are going to win, is going to be the nickelback Kwan Williams right there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's going to be matched up against, uh, against Tariq Hill, you know, who obviously we know is arguably the most explosive player in the NFL. 
you know, when he's healthy or you think they're going to match you're the, you think well, they're going to match up the linebacker you think they No, I mean he's a, he, I mean he's a nickel guy, you know, he plays man zone coverage. Uh, I mean, he's got great skills, you know, uh, and he lines up I know about him. I know yeah, about when him. Yeah, when you play Tampa Bay, I, I know Yeah, about yeah. Him. Yeah, yeah, great tackler. I mean, being 5'9, 185, you know, he's got a lot of powerful skills, but him by playing that nickel cuz a lot of people don't realize, well a lot of people do realize that Tyreek Hill plays in the slot a lot. He works out of the slot for, you know, a sizable portion of the game. So Williams, when he's in there, you know, playing in that nickel defense right there, he's going to be manned up against him a big portion of the game. So, and everybody knows that Tyreek Hill is going to get, he's going to get his attempts, you know, because obviously he's the most dynamic player on the football oh, field yeah. right there. So, um, Kawan Williams is going to have, you know, he's going to shine or he's going to get exposed and it's going to be, um, that's going to be a big matchup right there with him lining up because as he's being a nickel D back right mm-hmm. there, he's going to be guarding yeah, him in the slot. So that's going to be a big matchup in my eyes too. A hundred percent, actually. I'm that. That's actually you know to point that out. That was, I mean, yeah. That that's going to be. That could make Tough or break sledding. the game right there, Bobby. I yeah. mean, you you are a hundred and ten percent correct. I mean. If he can't keep, I mean, I, and I don't see that happening. I don't see how anybody can keep up with Tyreek. I mean, no. I, I just don't see it happening. He's gonna get. He, he's gonna have at least one or two plays where he's, you know, burned by the defender, whoever it is. Right. When he's out uh, wide, though, when he's playing out wide, you know, you're mostly on man coverage with a high safety. But when he's lining up in the slot right there, man, that's that little nickel guys right there, you know, to take care of him going across the slot, which is that's hard to do with a guy that runs a nine nine, well, you know, one hundred, you know, <laughs> the fastest guy. You know, this this kid is just talking about after this after the Super Bowl to going out and working out and trying to make the Olympic team. Yeah, and, and not not to I mean, mention this kid is a lightning. He's a, I mean, he's lightning. Yeah, and, and not to cut you off, but not to mention either that you're gonna have a, you're gonna be running a lot of situations where they're gonna be running pick plays through through the center. Where with Kelsey, who does really good at him, and with now getting caught. Right. So that that's gonna be another big thing to keep an eye on to get him more separation. So that you, that's actually key, crystal clear, good point to, to make, and that that's huge. That's huge in this game. It is, and if they can't get him stopped, they're going to give Patrick Mahomes a, a, a deadly option. You can't double on a guy in the slot, man. You can't no. depend on a linebacker to help out with that nickel DB right there. You know, that's pretty much one-on-one coverage when he's in the slot because the linebackers are already protecting the front seven right there. You can't depend on a linebacker to drop back and give you support with a Tyreek Hill. Exactly. You know, it's not going to happen, you know. So that's going to be a big, you know, part of the game right there. So Quan Williams could end up shining or – being exposed. Correct. You know? Exactly so. right. And not so you then on you look on the other side of the field because usually when they're going to set up the slot formation, they're going to have Kelsey on the other side. Who's guarding Kelsey? You're going to put a linebacker on Kelsey, or you're going to have to put either, either a high. I mean, you know, or a you're high, playing dime. Are you playing dime, or you're going to have to, you know, or the or one of the one of your linebackers are going to have to, you know, your more skilled linebackers, they're going to have to sit there and you know drop into coverage. And again, Kelsey's not a slouch either. No, you know, so. It's a tough matchup, quiet, you know. Quiet, yeah, it's gonna, a, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a very interesting matchup to see. It's going to be a chess match. It for is sure. definitely going to be a chess match. Yeah, and just a little nugget I wanted to throw out here, though, we were talking about before that was um, that um, you know, early in the season that Kansas City, you know, um, rush defense, you know, was awful. I, th- I mean, I kind of looked it up. I mean, I, mean, I think they're yeah. the worst going into the playoffs right now. They're 26th um, in the league, 28th yeah, in yeah. yards per and then, carry. You know, I mean, they seem to get some momentum now here throughout the playoffs. They held Derrick Henry to 69 rushing yards, who was obviously eating the NFL up there yes. towards the end of the season and going yes. to the playoffs. Trust me, I know. And, um, <laughs> and um, I you mean, know, uh, held him to 3.5 yards per carry, you know, him and Hyde. So, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I'm going to throw out some stats. You know, I brought this up multiple times in the podcast that I, I'm a I'm an analytics and stats guy. Uh, to to a slight, you know what I mean. Um, there's certain stats clearly right. that don't mean frankly shit, you know. So, but there's some that clearly do. Uh, so uh, here we got um, <clears throat> total yards uh, uh, rushing, you know, per game. San Francisco for the season sitting at 144, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then you're looking at Kansas City that's at 98. That's a pretty big, you know. Yeah. Drop off to the two. You know, San Fran has been trying to control the. I mean, when you can when you can run the ball, you control the ball game. It's as simple as that. Um, if you're moving down the field it, it, and you're running the clock, you're controlling the game. Um, and then another big one was uh, rush yards allowed, which uh, San Fran only la- allows all season 41 and a half yards um, per game rushing. So. I mean, if they Stout. can really do that, yeah, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And if they can do that and, and you know, I mean, we've seen Pat Mahomes. We saw it, uh, what, you know, three weeks ago when they were down 24-0. I feel like we've, whatever yeah, it we've seen it back-to-back weeks, really. We've seen it, but not to the but, – but San Fran's – it's a whole it different the, monster. The second, yeah, I mean, they're a top three defense in the NFL. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see, K- I don't, and I'm, I don't see KC pounding the ball on them. I mean, I, I mean, either. they're gonna, they might try to start that early in the game to impo- impose their force, of you course. know, just to earn that respect, you know, early in the game. Mm-hmm. But um, right. the way that, you know, the way that front is for San Fran, you know, obviously with Bosa and company, um, it's going to be a right. key factor. You obviously got to try and start off the game like that. I just don't see that happening early, but you never know. I never saw Mozart going to run wild, you know, in yeah. championship yeah, games exactly. like this. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, you know, you I mean, never know. and you get two weeks to I mean, prepare I for do. a game like this. I, so I mean, you can dial up so much stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised to see everybody thinks that Casey's going to come out tossing the ball around all their high power weapons. They might, you know, Andy Reid. Who knows what he's going to do, man? I mean, the guy, the guy can coach. We know. Yeah, that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and then again, I mean, points allowed per game. You're looking at San Fran, 15 points allowed per game, and then you're looking at the Chiefs, 27 and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they roughly score about the same San Fran, 29.9, you know, points per game. <laughs> the Chiefs, 28. But um, you know, I mean, some of these stats, like I said, they, they don't lie. So yeah, and the, they don't I, lie. And, and with the Chiefs' high point total, it's because they've had to consistently keep themselves in the game with those offensive drives. I mean, you look at the Texans game, you look at the Titans game. I mean, back-to-back weeks where they were down early by a lot, and they had to push back in, but that defense eventually would get it together. Now they're not going to. Re- I don't think they'll have that luxury in this game because I feel like if and, and and I I hope Matt that it is what you say it is. You know, we're looking at you know both teams getting around thirty points, but I have a feeling. That if San Francisco gets up early, they're going to try and do everything they can to hold on to that, to what they can, and they're keep that point. The the they're going to let that it's clock run. Exactly right. So they're going to keep that. They're going to keep that point total down, which means they're going to keep Mahomes off the field. Because I think that's the end game for them is to keep Mahomes off the field as long as physically possible. And if they can keep running for three to three point five yards a carry, they're going to keep doing it because that's falling exactly into what they need. I agree, Wes. I mean, San Fran's going to need to get at least two or three three and outs in this game, you know, because you're not going to stop those guys all game mm-hmm. long. They're going to score points. Yeah. It's just a matter That's of a fact. Given. Play Ben. I think the defense will. Play Ben, but don't break defense, you know. Yeah. Don't let those guys go down and fucking get seven every single time, you know. 
two to three three and outs in this game is huge because you gotta you gotta you gotta figure a high powered offense like this. I mean, you're getting on average a team gets two possessions a quarter, you know, so that gives them eight for a game. Some get three or four, you know, depending on how the game goes. If you can get two or three three and outs in a big game like this, and then do a couple series where you bend don't break, where they make long drives, home to three. That's how I mean. That's how they can possibly win the Super Bowl. Question for you guys and uh, Matt, go ahead. I'll let you answer first, and then Bobby, you after. Do we and uh, we've seen it already a couple times in the playoffs. Are we going to see the play that's about to get completely fixed by the NFL this offseason, where they burn clock and move that punter back? That penalty, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The delay a game. Do you think we'll see it in the Super Bowl? Go ahead, Matt. Oh, man. I, no, I don't think we're going to see any of that. I mean, they don't want uh, – I don't think they want all that controversy that's going to come with that. No, oh, yes. That, that's, and that's yeah, exactly I, 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 why I and ask it's going it. to be immediate. It's going to be immediate. You know what I mean? Like yes. with Twitter and the social media nowadays, it's going to be uh, – you know, yeah, let's – I don't even no, I don't even want to hear all that. <laughs> I don't either, but it, that's what I'm saying. It, it, I feel like it's something that we have to kind of think about. You know, the two people that used it, at least Rabel and, and Belichick, aren't in the playoffs anymore. But uh, maybe there's a different level of respect between Reed and, and Shanahan. But you know, game's getting close, time's ticking in the fourth quarter. You got to punt it. You going for a ring? Exactly. Go, that's true. Yeah, Go my opinion. Ring, so. I'll be honest with you. Y'all can laugh all you want. I haven't even really looked in this situation. I mean, y'all might even tell. I, I don't even really. I heard about it. I don't even really know like what went down in that game and like how it expired or whatnot. But like, what was the situation? What they do? They were trying to. So essentially, what's happening is is the initial thing happening is they're trying to back their punter up to put him in position to punt to do like a coffin kick to get them in, in a bad position field wise. So what happens is is instead of accepting the penalty, they're declining the penalty because they don't want to set them up in good field position. So what happens is the clock continues to run. Right. And if the clock keeps running, they just do it again and again and again. There's nothing that you can do to stop it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the right person to ask that question to because I'm a nerd. I coach the coach D-line, the interior <laughs> line, and stuff like that, bro. I'll be honest with you. But you know what, though? I mean, I, I, and I read a lot about it, and I know a little bit about it, not as much as you. And I know Rabel gave – you know, um, Belichick, you know, a taste of his own medicine. Yep. So um, I can't, but hey, if it's legal, do what you got to do to win the game. I mean, do what you got to do to win the game. I ain't mad at you, man. Like, that's why I'll never, I'm not a head coach. I'm a position coach or do what you got to do to win the game. And, uh, but I heard that Belichick was all bitter about that situation. I'm like, bro, you just taught this guy. You, I mean, this, you groomed this guy right here right now. And it's not even that he literally did the same thing the week. Oh, he did it the week before that. Before he did that exact thing. And then Rabel turned it on him in that one game was like, oh no, man, go for it, man. Well, Hey, whatever it takes to win the game under, you know, under the rules. Whatever. That works. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and do uh we'll go ahead and do our game picks and uh you guys want to do a Super Bowl Super Bowl MVP too? Oh absolutely. Sure, why not? All yeah. right. Let's see here. Bobby, we're starting with you. Give All right, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been going... over under. Can we get an over under on this? Or what, yeah, it's what's, uh, what's plus the, uh, one. What's the betting line? Well, yeah. Well, plus... you know, the spread, the spread, it's the spread's even. one right. Yeah, the, the spread's one right now. It might be one and a half. Okay. I don't know what Vegas is voting right now, but the over under is fifty four and a half. Um, a lot of people, you know, and actually, no, hold on, my bad. It's fifty six and a half. It was fifty four and a half, but a lot of people so think this game. You know, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of ESPN, the better. I got fifty four and a half. So. Yeah, a lot of the betters are, I think, right uh, lately are you know going for that over. They're going to think it's a high scoring game, but um, 
I don't know, man. I'll tell you what, man. I think we're going to see a lot of explosive plays in this game. Um, like I say, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, it's going to come between um, obviously stopping Pat Mahomes. Um, obviously, the 49ers, you know, front um, Nick Bosa. I mean, the stars come out to play on Super Bowl oh, yeah. Sunday, you know. So, I would expect to see, you know, Richard Sherman. I wouldn't be surprised to see him make another big play. I mean, I think he had a pick in every playoff game this year, mm-hmm. you know, as of now. Um Part of me wants to take the 49ers, and um, I'm still thinking about taking the 49ers. This is the last-second decision right here. Like, I don't even know what to say. I'm going to tell you guys here in a few minutes. It is, <laughs> Thoughts it, it, it as is, you're having man, them. It is this close of a game right now. But be honest with you, I think the 49ers are going to control this game early on, kind of like what we saw, um, how Houston did, you know, mm-hmm. against the um, you know, against the Chiefs, you know, uh, start off early and whatnot. But um, at the end of the day, I just think Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey – and um, company, Andy Reid, um, might be a little bit too much for them. Um, it's going to be close going down in the fourth quarter. There's going to be some traumatic plays, a couple turnovers. Um, I got KC. I, I, I'm, I got KC winning this game, 32 to 30. KC, Super Bowl champs. Yep. Matt, what you got, buddy? All right, man. Um, I got, like I said, this is this is not this is more or less what I want in the game than more. Of a prediction, because mm-hmm. honestly, I think the San Francisco 49ers are a better team. They got a better defense. I think they can control the game and win it. Um, but that being said, I want Andy Reid to get a Super Bowl. I'd never want Kyle Shanahan to win a Super Bowl ever in his lifetime. <laughs> um, we don't need to go further into that detail. Nope. You know, but uh, and uh, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have the Chiefs winning this game, 41 to 38. Uh, either in overtime with the field goal or last second field goal and regulation and and and, and ice the Super Walk Bowl. Walk off, huh? Yep. Um, it's gonna be great. I, I I mean, this is like I said, this is what I want. I, I'm I'm predicting a, a really good offensive battle. Uh, it might start off kind of slow and then they just start. It's a slugfest offensively. They're just like I said, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan, two of the greatest offensive minds. In the NFL now, and and probably of all time, to be honest with you. So it's going to be a great matchup. Um, yeah, no, let's go, uh, let's go, Chiefs. Let's go, Andy Reid. Yeah. Uh, what you got, Wes? So I, I don't think. Uh, well, Matt, I don't think it'll be that high scoring of a game. I do think it'll be close, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it'll be a last second walk off. But what I will say is, I do think that Andy Reid gets it done. I think he gets it done this time. Um, and I think the players want it so bad, not even for themselves, but they want it for him, man. That's what you saw in that Texans game, dude. Yes. You don't see that. You don't see that kind of. And not, I'm not. That's, that didn't happen. Down 24 sorry, nothing, man. Me, that's, man. that's a yeah, lot of character, man. That's a lot of character. They came back in the quarter. Yeah, well, they they were down twenty four nothing in the half. They're up twenty eight twenty four in halftime. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight twenty four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. That there's something. See, that's, that's how that's teams magic. win Super Bowls, though. I mean, they do that's, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's magic, how you win baby. Super Bowls. That's magic, and and I think, you know, let, let let's all hope. I mean, that's like I said, I, I I'm I want them to win it. So 
Sorry, Wes. All right, Wes. Yeah, go ahead, man. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing, Wes. Yeah, uh, yeah. you got us all excited and shit over here. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so twenty-eight, twenty-four is what I think the final is going to be. The reason I'm looking at that, I think early on it's going to be a little bit jittery. You know, Super Bowl jitters. Now, the one thing that San Francisco does have their on their side besides having the better team, because I do agree with you, Matt. I do think San Francisco has the better team here. They also have Richard Sherman and Emmanuel Sanders, both who are Super Bowl champions and both who have been through this experience on multiple occasions. Um, at least the playoff perspective, Sherman being in multiple Very Super Bowls, true. he's been on both sides of it. So he's going to get them prepared, you know, in a way that nobody else really can. Shanahan's going to get them prepared regardless of the feeling. But but to, to the credit of that, so is Andy Reid. And Andy Reid has been so close, and he's been on the precipice of being a Super Bowl champion so many times in Philly. Even in Kansas City, he's gotten close with um, Holmes, was it, a couple years ago or was it last year? He got really close. Um, I, I, I got them doing it. I think early on, again, there's going to be some jitters. You're going to see some turnovers. I think San Francisco is going to take an early lead, kind of like we've seen the last two weeks. But the thing is, is that Kansas City is so adept to being down at this point that they're going to be ready to play, and that's not going to phase them. Now, the, the one question I will have is if it turns into confidence or cockiness because it's a thin line. So if you get down by 10, you're like, oh, we got this. I want to see how they – Panic mode and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I don't think they'll panic like they should, but it, there is going to be a, an added sense of pressure being that it's the Super Bowl, but I think that's a given. I think we all think that that's going to happen. Um, as far as my MVP, I am going to go with uh, none other than Patrick Mahomes. I think he will get it done. It's going to be some play late in the game. Like I said, it's not going to be a walk-off or anything like, like that, but he's going to do some sort of play that we're going to be talking about 10, 15 years from now that he did, that he pulled off, and that's what's going to give him that MVP status but give me kansas city 28 24 that's your super bowl champion and if i'm wrong then hey i doubted san francisco all season i'll get my just deserve doing it one more time yeah i mean i'll jump on the mvp thing right now since we're gonna name yeah. our mvps um but um i gotta agree with you wes um i just kind of think it's my home's time right now you know um last year they had a earlier entrance and they wanted to you know going into the uh, postseason um, obviously he was banked up a little bit this year and he's starting to really turn his game up here lately. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm not sure he's going to make a Houdini play like Deshaun Watson did early in the playoffs, right. but, um, I, I, I'm a huge fan of this kid. Um, he's playing at a really high level right now. He's got a lot of weapons around him. Um, and it's obviously the Super Bowl. you know, um, quarterbacks win a lot of Super Bowl MVPs, but, um, just aside from that though, I got Pat Mahomes as well as my Super Bowl MVP. Matt, your MVP. Yeah, I'm gonna go off the off the wall a little bit here. I'm gonna actually, or slightly, I'm gonna go uh, D Ford. Um, okay, yeah, you know, big turnover. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Let I, I'd like to see him get two, three sacks. You know, uh, have a really big game. You know, come back after you know everything else. And yeah, no, that'd be great. I'd like to see him win it. All right, so we got we all three got Kansas City. So either Sherman's gonna be laughing at us after this game, or maybe we get the last laugh. Who knows? Who knows? We will see. I hope you guys both enjoy the Super Bowl. I hope you have a blast watching it. I know I will have a blast watching it. I'm going to enjoy every second of it. Like Everybody Matt said, there's no the Patriots in there, so it's kind of even keel. I don't really care who wins. I and I still think they game. need to make it Monday after the Super Bowl national holiday. Thank yes. God I'm never voted also, president because that's the first amen. thing I will also, be doing. Also, have you heard of this teenager who started a petition to get the Super Bowl moved to Saturday? It's got I'm cool over with three, that, dude. It's College got over, football's over, man. I'm cool with that. It's got over 300,000 or something signatures. I'm cool with that. I'd, I'd sign on that. Super Bowl Saturday, baby. Yeah, I'm fine with it, man. Yeah, I, man, because I'm tired of freaking, you know, taking, you know, eight hours of leave off the next day because I'm so freaking hungover <laughs> and don't want to go to work. So, man, I don't need to do that if I'm on Saturday. Can, so, I'm cool with that. That'll save me some money. 
we could do a whole podcast on on going to work the next day after being hung uh, hung up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a national holiday. That should be a national (laughs) holiday. But anyways, hey, before Wes makes these um closing comments, I'm just gonna do what everybody else has been doing right now. He's doing it. Here it is. Kobe. And he missed it from point blank. From point blank. Kobe. (laughs) On the second one. The beer can went in. Yeah. He made Break it. the first one, but I made it on the second one. <laughs> That's for Kobe. R.I.P., boy. Love you, man. Oh, man. R. Yes. R.I.P. Kobe. Kobe. Every time I pour something out, it will be for him as well. Every time I'm shooting anything, I'm yes. doing Co- that little spin. You know, that little fadeaway oh, spin. Little, little turn, fam- turn, fadeaway little spin. Something, something. Yeah. Pop. He's a better shooter than me, obviously, but yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can dream. I can dream. We will yeah. have a post game show, but for the regular season and the playoffs, yeah. And after that, we're going to start it. with the uh, NFL draft. You we'll know, start so the draft. Yep. Extra point podcast is not going anywhere anytime soon. Might be a nope. little break, week or two or something, but get ready for the draft. Exactly. So. We'll talk draft. We'll talk off season signings. Of course, stories going on throughout the league. You know, you can guarantee Antonio Brown will have something to keep us busy with, <laughs> um, as well as off season signings. Most of the head coaches, all the head coaches that were fired, have been resigned and are in different homes as of now. But really? there are still can- yeah. yep, there are still candidates, uh, vacancies, excuse me, that are available. So we'll see what happens with all of those. Um, you know I'm going to be keeping up with my boy Minshew. Philip Rivers is maybe retiring. Drew Brees. Drew Brees could retire. He's contemplated it. Now, Philip Rivers. Tom Brady. Without getting off into too much of a tangent, he did move to Florida. <laughs> so I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking Tampa Bay or Miami. Uh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. And then yeah. you might see TB12 opening up the, the uh, new uh, L.A. stadium. And Des Bryant for a one-year contract back in Dallas. Boom. He's petitioning it right now. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll but see. It, yeah. I don't know what that thinks. But, yeah. Well. For Bobby, Matt, fantastic season, gentlemen. I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all the hard work you guys put in. And everybody, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. For me, I'm Wes. This is the Extra Point. Have a good one. I'm Bobby. Mamba out. R.I.P. Kobe. Mamba. Peace.